Yeah, man, how you doing, man? I got my Jamaican music playing because my wife and I are off to Jamaica this weekend. And we are so excited because we woke up this morning in Buffalo, New York, looked out the window, and what did we see on the ground at the end of April? That's right, the white stuff, snow on the ground. Sometimes I ask myself, why do we live here? And then I remember my entire family's here. All three of my siblings are married and they live less than 30 minutes away. And all my siblings have kids, which means my kids have their cousins just within a few miles. And there's 14 total cousins in a pretty awesome situation. And we found a way to travel and experience warm weather and make the most of living in what my wife calls the frozen tundra. Honestly, Buffalo is a wonderful place. It's a hidden gem. Not a lot of people know about all that Buffalo has to offer. Actually, the summers here are perfection. So highly recommend that you visit. If you do, let me know. And I'll take you out for the best wings you've ever had in your life. And no, they are not advertised. And no, you can't find them on Yelp. I don't even think Anthony Bourdain has found this place. So you'll get the real underground local treatment. Anyway, we wake up with snow on the ground and my son is singing Merry Christmas at the top of his lungs as if we're in the middle of December, which that's exactly what it feels like. Ah, man, we are so done with the cold weather, but that is all good because we are off to Jamaica. We're going to enjoy the beach and get a little bit of time away from the kids and restore that is important. Man, life can wear you out. So you have to have those respites along the way to recharge and recover. All right, today's topic is a kind of an icky word for some people, but I think that it's often misunderstood. Great leaders hold themselves and those they lead accountable. My first introduction to accountability was in a Bible study. I was with a group of men, and the idea of accountability was basically every week when you get together, share the ways that you screwed up or the sins that you committed so that you were accountable to the rest of the group, which I I get what they were trying to do with this structure, but I don't think that's accountability. I think that's an airing of dirty laundry and almost guilting you and shaming you not to do the things that you can't help but stop doing. And I'm not trying to attack men's groups or Bible studies because sometimes accountability from a group through relationship can be really helpful when there's a lot of trust there, when there's a, you know, a connection there between the guys in the group. I think the point I'm making is accountability is not standing over somebody's shoulder and correcting them or threatening that if they screw up, that they're going to get whacked with a stick or a note will be put in their file every time they make a mistake. I I just don't think that's effective accountability. I think you often see the other extreme as well, where there's almost a sense of apathy. There's no follow up or follow through when an expectation is laid out. There's no way of coming back around to ensure that that was completed or executed. So there's some different extremes when it comes to accountability but I want to first talk about what it's not. It's not micromanaging, standing over somebody's shoulder, waiting until they screw up, and then threatening them with a consequence. That's more like oppression than accountability. It's an attempt to motivate people 
with fear, fear that a consequence or an unfavorable result will make their life miserable. No bueno. Accountability is also not people-pleasing or keeping the boss happy. How happy a person is or a leader is should not determine how well someone is doing. That is a toxic culture and is not accountability. It's also not hand-holding. It's not standing with somebody every step of the way and making sure they do every step the way that you want them to do it. Also, not accountability. It's not an emotionally charged correction or rebuke either. If a person is avoiding screwing up or trying to avoid screwing up because they don't want to get yelled at or feel the full weight of their leader's emotions, that is also not accountability. And I would even say that a system to report team member mistakes is not accountability either. Accountability does not work unless there's clarity. Let me unpack that a little bit more. The vision has to be absolutely clear. And we've talked about vision and the importance of it. But without a clear vision, you don't have a good enough reason or motivation for your team members to pursue the results that you want. That vision has to be clear. It has to be compelling and it has to be communicated often so your team members aren't just doing tasks for the sake of doing tasks. They are reaching toward that common goal. Okay, and within that vision, the expectations for results for each team member have to be abundantly clear. And they also have to be written. So there's no mistaking what those expectations are. To further that clarity, the timelines of those expectations need to be clearly communicated. How those results will be communicated, the methods, those also have to be clearly communicated. How team members will be held accountable and when, that also has to be clear. What success looks like, that has to be very clear as well. You can't just have a vision and say, hey, you're not meeting our standards. Well, have you clearly defined what success for that particular team member looks like? I was just in a coaching session with a leader this past week, and we were talking about this very same issue because he had someone working for him that he knew was a people pleaser. And he had not laid out very clearly what the expectations were for this person's performance. Consequently, this person was confused and focused more on pleasing her boss because she didn't have clarity about what success looked like in her role. And when it didn't work out, there was also no clear expectations ready to go for the next person to replace her in that role. Doing the work to get very clear on what each role and each person is expected to do and what they're expected to achieve is so crucial. It's a gift to that person. It's a gift to you as the leader. It also helps you understand whether or not this person is working out. And if they need to be dismissed, you're protected from an HR perspective because that's clearly laid out what success looks like and whether or not they achieve that will be clear to everyone involved. How falling short of standards will be addressed also needs to be clear as well. What happens when somebody isn't measuring up or meeting these clear expectations that were laid out? What is the next step? I think you're getting a theme here. Clarity is the key. Everything has to be very clear on both sides. And then progress toward the mission 
is what drives accountability, not personalities or not people pleasing or pressure from people. It's no, it's, are you being pulled by this mission? And are you living up to the standard that is required in order to achieve the vision we've laid out? Without clarity, accountability is based on a feeling instead of a clear expectations. Give your team the gift of clarity. When it's clear what's required to win and what success looks like, each team member's success is up to them. They'll either rise to the occasion or not. They will know if they have or if they haven't. Everyone who works with them will know. That's accountability. And as the leader, you are not exempt from this either. It means that if you say you're going to do something, that you do it. And that when it doesn't happen, you are counting on the people around you to call you out for not following through. You are modeling how to hold yourself accountable and how to hold others accountable. Don't try to hold people accountable if you haven't first given them the gift of clarity. Clarity of what's expected. Clarity on where you're going as an organization. Then and only then does accountability make sense. Speaking of accountability, I did not want to do this episode today. I'm leaving early tomorrow morning. I don't feel well. I didn't have enough time. But I committed to doing two episodes per week on this leadership series. And I knew that if I didn't do it, I would not be holding up my end of the deal. To you who are listening right now, I'm accountable to you. And that's what made me push through and make this happen. Especially since I'm talking about this topic today. I could not punt on this one. But thank you. Thank you for holding me accountable. Thank you for showing up every week and listening and growing alongside me. It's truly a privilege. I'm grateful that you're part of the Business of Living community. We're going to continue to grow. I will see you next week when I get back from Jamaica. So the episode's going to be a little later in the week. But two more will be coming at you next week. Have an awesome weekend, and I'll see you next time.